0: Requires high-speed internet connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on Direct TV. Terms and restrictions apply.
1: Ah, uh, yeah! Grab your torch. Dip it into this podcast tonight. We're eating beef. <laughs> and only beef welcome to no buffs presented by sleeper back to recap episode three of survivor 41 i'm j.e skeets with my three fellow tribe members we got the bearded one trey kirby hey yo we got the other bearded one no dunk super producer jd hello there he is and from crooked media is that an advantage in your pocket or are you just happy to see me it's jason concepcion <laughs> what's up jason
2: feeling great r.i.p to the beef
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've got, uh, got my beef juice here. I just took a bunch of meat and ground it all up, and I'm just sipping on beef mm. juice in honor of our... Uh, beef Walton, Brad, is gone here in episode three. Shout out to the stream team right now, though I saw someone in the stream team say, should we be called the stream team for no buffs, or should we be called a live tribe? Ooh. I don't like oh, that. I like it.
3: tribe. That's I do like bad. that.
1: So we're calling you the live tribe. From now on for no buffs uh shout out to everybody joining us here on youtube on a thursday afternoon before we get into the show just a reminder that all of our no dunk survivor content it has its very own youtube feed it's got its own podcast channels on apple and spotify just search for no buffs survivor and you'll find it i guarantee you that and if you do subscribe thank you leave your boys a rating and review wherever yes. you can that helps us out yeah all right get your questions into you can email them in no dunks at theathletic.com or tweet them in at no dunk inc or just tweet them at jason there tweet them at network with a three as a zero i think i have that right or a no i guess <laughs> <laughs> three three for the eight. oh right <laughs> three hold on no it's right. n what is it i don't e- even know my own t- thing all right never mind yeah it's n-e-t-w-3-r-k okay. is it not you're right okay, <laughs> okay all right. Good. uh so yeah brad is gone guys uh we're gonna go through episode three here uh sad stuff we'll we'll get to brad and, and we'll pour out a little beef juice for him but we started this one with sort of like at at three tribes sort of back to back to back and what was going on here is we were finding some more advantages beware advantages whatever you want to call them more packages That's going to take you on an adventure. (laughs) So we start with Yase. This is night five. It's just placed by the fire. I mean, Jason, like, these were not even hidden whatsoever. They're, like, just put at camp for them all the time.
2: As we have been talking about a a, a bottleneck for this show to potentially do a merge or do anything, much of anything, is... are, Are these... Clues to the shared immunity net, like people need to find these. And I think production was just like, okay, like, we'll just literally <laughs> will drop it in front of you. Please find it. Please just wake up and open your eyes and look at it.
3: <laughs> I like, wonder if they were like uh, getting nervous that maybe the fire would get a little bit too big because they're like two feet from the fire next to wood. Like, those could have gone up in flames very easily, but. I don't know. If you want an advantage to be found, just like slip it right underneath somebody's feet. That was crazy. Oh my God. I remember being so impressed when Russell found an immunity idol without getting clues. Like, how will anybody ever Mm -hmm. do that? (laughs) This is the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like, some people missed finding this. That yes. is embarrassing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so Tiffany finds it for, yeah, say, the Yellow Tribe. Uh, she grabs it first. She ends up reading it, uh, if I have it right, with uh, JD, like, with Evie and Liana. Yeah. So she sort of does that. Then we're in, uh, with the Green tree, green Tribe, excuse me, uh, you, uh, this is the one where Brad is just working hard, and, <laughs> I mean, they have a million shots, JD, of this thing sitting right at his feet and you start going like is he actually not going to see this but he does he does in the end so he grabs it and then finally the blue tribe luvu um we can get to what is also happening there because we get the sydney thing with nasir and i think that's probably looking ahead obviously to the rest of the season but she ultimately finds it
0: yeah like
1: yeah, she's like, <laughs> the whole like, what do I do? Do I just like pounce on this or do I don't try? Don't look down. Pounce? Please don't look down. Yeah. Uh, and so she gets this. So, so, J.D., our three boat people uh, are <laughs> Tiffany, Brad, and Sydney. And yeah. I think the question I wanted to start with, I saw Dalton Ross write about this. Has Survivor just become too reliant on the twists and the idols and now these advantages that are sort of disadvantages at times too? At the expense of then showing just the people live out there on an island and interact with one another, are there, is are there too many of these things, and it gets a, a little difficult to keep track of? What's your take, JD?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think that's a fair criticism. I was, I was. Kind of hoping that my prediction had come true that the, these were actual the hidden the the three way immunity idol and they were mm-hmm. like uh oh let's get them all out there and just just put them so everybody could find them but uh, alas no but uh, yeah I uh, it's I've found it borderline tedious and borderline hard to follow. And I'm kind of a sicko. Like this is the problem. This is right. the problem with, with, uh, with doing it on CBS. It's like, a, they just have to assume that there are people watching this for the first time. So they actually have to go back and explain everything every single time to the point where they had a flashback within a flashback. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that before on, on Survivor where it's like, Beef is explaining the rules to us, and then we flash back to the, the to the previous uh, tri- um, uh, uh, immunity challenge where uh, Xander was saying his ridiculous line. I mean, I, I said it before. I do like this this wrinkle, but yep. you know, it's just it, it's just a lot to follow, and it's a lot to keep up with, and it's a lot to to explain. It, there's a lot yeah. of precious time that is being wasted not wasted but where they have to explain all of these convoluted uh um challenges and and uh and immunity idols and how they work and, and it's just it's it's a lot and and I remember like winners at war you know you, we would hit the ground running there was no previously on it was just all scheming plotting challenge scheming plotting tribal tribal council and I loved that and Dalton is. Uh, it's a fair question, and I think that he's probably right because I am. I. It was sort of washing over me. It was like, oh, good. Like a lot of, you know, this extended shot of them coming up to this haunted village or whatever the hell that thing was. <laughs> was just like, all right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to this thing. And I. And ultimately, the three people that were the boat people, as you described them. <laughs> I mean, I think they all kind of whiffed it, right? Like, there was a real opportunity there to 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 be like, uh, yeah. let's let's form something here. Let's look. Let's play a long game yeah. here. Nobody knows we're here. Uh, let's go for it. Right. And it was the three of the worst pe- people, I think, that you could have gotten uh, there just because mm-hmm. there. Um, Sydney was like, well, I don't like the looks of Tiffany, and Tiffany's like, well, I don't <laughs> like the looks of Sydney, and <laughs> yeah. then and then Brad's like. I just want to play the game. Let's about- do this, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like, You guys got to be back in 20 minutes. I
1: got a fake dummy on the beach. I'm going to be here for hours. Oh, iconic. I'm in no rush. Yeah. Iconic. Yeah. Well, we can get to that. But but Jason, your take on on what Dalton Ross is saying, like especially now with this episode because yeah, we have yeah. the beware beware advantage for the for the idol the the, the og beware show. advantage yeah. not the beware advantage remix but now we have right. this one that was literally just like dropped at their feet as we said and and yeah it, it i think it resulted in some I, funny moments with especially brad and the dummy but the part where they get to this little creepy looking village yeah. or whatever it is it, like it was pretty boring and sort of also difficult to figure out what the hell was going on once again in this odd prisoner's dilemma which was a little different than the last one but what do you, what do you think
2: I think it's a fair criticism, and to to you know to be honest, like I'm not sure what else production could do with this curtailed schedule, the shorter gameplay. Mm-hmm. They it, clearly they felt they needed things in there to keep people moving, to keep them going, to keep them doing things, to keep them engaged in the game. I mean, I would argue that, he, like, to uh, Winners at, at, at War, for example, like the introduction of the coins and the economy was equally as complex mm-hmm. with a lot of different ins and outs that affected the game, that it was really unclear in the, in the moment as these coins were going back and forth, like what exactly you could do with them and how they would a- it eventually play out in the kind of long game. Um, but it worked because it had that survivor cadence and of course, you had you know a, a cast that is full of veterans who know exactly how to play, and had indeed won before. So, it's I, I think that that is a fair critique, especially when you look at the way, to to your points, it played out when they did arrive at the at the island to that you know to the secret challenge, and they realized like what it was, and you, they had a lot of, what felt like filler yeah. in there. But to say, but again, I'm not. I'm not sure if I was in production that I would have done anything differently because, again, you're up against this shortened schedule and you just got to keep people playing. You got to keep them in
1: it. Trey, the the people that hate this say, just get rid of all of this. We just want to see people, like, you know, scheme with each other and get to know each other and hate each other and, like, talk bad about each other and, like, just, like, again, that OG more basic game that's what they say, but then I guess the counter is: is that enough to like to entertain people nowadays and new fans at that? Um, would you ever want to see them like literally try a season tray where they just got rid of everything, or would that would that be terribly boring? I guess it's kind of impossible to know. I think that I haven't rewatched
3: season one for a long time, but I do remember complaints way back when when they were just like. Picking people off, right? Jervis and Colleen showed up with a target and a sitting duck on their clothes because <laughs> they they're like, We know we're going home. And I think right. probably at this point, forty-one seasons in, maybe that would be a little anticlimactic if yeah. you just know exactly who is gonna be going home unless, you know, the alphabetical voting strategy somehow screws somebody. I don't wanna go back to basics a hundred percent, but there's a little bit too much here. If you have a guy who is Uh, literally eliminated this episode saying they're just falling out of the sky (laughs) and it looks like they're falling out of the sky. It seems to me like you've gone a little bit too far because like JD is saying, it takes away from getting to know the cast. And I feel like this is going to be a good cast. People have good backstories. uh, There's more than one narrator in the bunch who are happy to talk to the camera about what's happening. It seems like there's some relationship building. It seems like there is some strategizing going on. But the true Sicko Dalton Ross broke it down. Nineteen of the forty-three <laughs> minutes were on advantages in yeah. this. And then yeah. even when Beef gets eliminated, it's because he has an advantage that doesn't allow him to play his other advantages, right? It's like it comes it becomes a hundred percent about the game rather than the people that are playing the game. And we love the people that are playing.
1: Yeah, yeah I think those are all great points. Um I, I also heard Rob talk about. The idea of, well, what would you rather have? What's going on now with all of these like crazy beware advantages or just a second challenge where they're playing for like a pizza and a Coke? Because remember, that was like a big part of a lot of seasons and episodes. It was like, there was a second challenge. That's yeah. that's eight minutes, I don't know, eight to nine minutes, JD of camera of camera time or episode time, uh, gone to what a lot of people was like, is this all really that entertaining? Like we just got another obstacle course and they're not really playing for anything outside of food or, you know, whatever. A, a bonding experience, I guess. Um, I sort of side with him on, on that thinking. I'd rather have this, I guess, even if I do have some uh, issues with trying to keep track of everything. That's just the thing here. It's these it's yeah. like, who has a steal a vote? And how, does, how do we play this again? And the whole thing, again, this tarp <laughs> or steal a vote discussion was weird. It'd be better if they just said, here's some rice, here's a tarp, here's a steal of vote. Mm-hmm. You three, figure yeah. it the fuck out. And that might make for really yeah. entertaining television. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. Yeah. I was just
2: going to say, fundamentally, you mentioned Brad and the issue with him having an advantage and not, but not being able to use the advantage and then, of course, being eliminated. I think that kind of gets at a fundamental structural problem with just the way they've kind of done it this year because... You know, Brad was on a run of playing really hard, finding cool stuff, trying to play a social game. And in the end, he had to go home because he couldn't use any of that stuff. And I think in the end, that's just ends up being dead time. I think that there are certain things that are fundamentally survivor at this point. And immunity idols, not necessarily advantages, but immunity idols and a reward challenge are certainly feel fundamental survivor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything else you can kind of tweak around with, but it feels like you need those things. And and um, I am missing that challenge
1: the, the reward. You are.
2: I, I, I do feel, I do feel it, I do feel its absence.
1: And, and what specifically outside of just like, you might just be one of these people that like watching the challenges, which some people are, are pro challenge and some people are less so, but, or do you like sometimes what happens the fallout of losing one of those and like having to pick who goes on a, a particular adventure with you and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, it's, it's a social, it's a social engagement generator. Yeah. Like we're just not, the the moment with Nasir aside we're not spending a lot of time with Luvu. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I have barely heard a lot of that tribe speak. Luvu, and, and, <laughs> and like part of that is they, you know they're winning, yeah. so that's like a big part of it but the same thing with Yase like Evie nowhere to be seen Uh, Xander we were waiting for his reaction (laughs) to stuff that happened in the previous episode didn't get it like so it feels like that stuff comes out when you throw everybody together Mm -hmm. more
1: yep and and JD you know before we get to uh, Brad's attempt at saying his broccoli line and all that at the challenge before they start that um, I did want to get your reaction to Sydney blowing up Nasir's secret. Um, this this was, you know, the one exception, like you said, uh, Jason, that we got a little bit of Luvu here in this episode. She said, quote, I really feel like he's ruining us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an episode after was like, or like last time was like loving this guy. Like they are so up and down. I saw someone tweet at me like... Is is Nasir the Chris Middleton of this season? It's like the Ferris wheel. It's uh, you know, one second he's he's riding high,
4: and the next he's low. But
1: streaky, <laughs> yeah, he's
4: very streaky. But what what do you think, JD? Yeah, I think um, you know, it's a bit. She has a a penchant for the dramatic. I think uh, <laughs> yeah. he's tearing us apart. You know, like <laughs> uh, okay, Sydney, relax. Uh, but uh, I guess that's what she's. She's tearing them apart by throwing a bomb, a grenade, right. uh, which a lot of people are doing these days. Like in this game, it's just you can't say anything to anybody. I, I heard Tyson on his podcast saying, "Look, this, in the today's Survivor game, you can't strategize on the beach or anywhere else at the challenges. The only time you can actually do any strategizing is when you're walking to tribal council. That's it. Like because people are just going to." Blow up your game. Mm. Whoever you're talking about is gonna hear about it somehow, some way. I don't know if they make if they're giving lie detector tests on the application process. Like everybody just seems to want to tell everybody everything. <laughs> totally. I mean it happened with Brad. It's like, it really oh hey, I found the I found this and oh wait for it. I also found this. I here's all my cards. Everything. Everything I have, I'm showing you. And it's happened multiple times this season. And then everybody finds out about it. I mean, it's just like, this this is actually, I was a little worried about this because is this going to ruin Survivor? Like, there's going to be no, nobody's going to end up saying anything because it always comes out now. Like, you cannot avoid it somehow. So, yeah, I don't know.
1: I mean, in the defense of a guy like Beef Walton there last night, and many times before <laughs> he where was very you very happy and excited. Yeah, where will where you, you, spill, somebody, where you yeah. spill the beans to someone? You are in theory spilling the beans to someone that you are trusting. So you're either just clueless and like why are you trusting? I mean, we can sit back and go, well, you idiots, you know, especially now uh, you know, playing a, uh, you know, Thursday afternoon quarterback here. Yeah, you got voted out. You shouldn't have told her. But in the moment, he he trusts uh her, Shan, and and he is and like he's like, "Oh, this is going to help me." This is the classic Jason, where I say to you, I've got this man. I'm letting you in. Yeah. Um, I think they're going about it a little differently than I think you go about it like, hey, I've got the power, I'm dangerous. Come with me. Right. Hey, come come with me. But they're doing this right. whole like, hey, I got all this stuff, I don't know what to do with it. What do I do? <laughs> uh especially in in Brad's case, uh, Jason.
2: Yeah, I mean, it seems like the 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 idea with the advantage, disadvantage, slash share, and the shared idol was that because of the way it works and losing the vote you have to forge a relationship with other people on your tribe in order to get your you know program through the downside of that is as we've seen you're just helpless mm-hmm. you're a sitting duck you can't and and you're a you're at a a great a very vulnerable position and you could possibly be taken out as we saw with Brad so it's like uh it it didn't quite. It didn't quite uh, work for me. I will say, in regards to Shan, everybody thinks they're Shan's oh, number yeah. two, which everybody. just kind of shows oh, you yeah. how well she is playing. Everybody is like Shan. Listen, our plan is
1: coming yeah. together.
2: It's like, okay, Shan is talking to everybody. Totally. Like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: I mean, scary. I think if we were doing a, a leaderboard right now, I'd be shocked if not all of us didn't have her at number one or at least number two. Yeah. Like she is sitting good right. And look, we've watched enough Survivor to go, well, we're only three episodes in here. That that mean that yeah. doesn't mean anything. Sure. That does definitely yes. doesn't mean she's winning mean this anything. thing. If anything, it can make her a big threat if they figure it out. But she looks great right now through three. Um I think Trey you slipped it in there with with Beef Walton. Um not being able to use his steal a vote because of the whole he can't vote. Because we have not unlocked uh, the the the, uh, the three way immunity idol, how do you feel about that? I'm I don't get that at all. You're stealing somebody else's vote. Like why? Why are they linked? They shouldn't be. They shouldn't I agree, be.
3: but I guess yeah, it just a uh,
1: I guess it's just a thing
3: like <laughs> when you go back to the urn room. It, it, it anything urn related goes down there, right? So yeah. if you've got a, uh, you're not allowed to vote, then you're not allowed to vote. You that therefore means you can't steal a vote. I agree. They shouldn't. <laughs> they should not be linked. But that's the power of the urn Skeets, You know. <laughs> you know. If it says vote on there, and you walk into those three square feet, man, it's going down. But um. Also, like, if you want to build trust with somebody, just tell them one thing. Yeah. You don't have to tell them everything. Like, I mean, Brad seems to be a bit of a chronic oversharer, just in general. Like, he told Shan and Sarah, I'm voting for you. Yeah, true. To your face. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) And then he was right. And then he also told Shan, I'm going to go lay in the bushes over there, which he did, and it worked (laughs) out fine. Then he found his first advantage. All right, I'll tell you about that. Worked out fine. At some point, you have to know... I can't reveal every single part of information that I have here. That's more of a Brad problem than a show problem, uh, but it is—it does make it confusing um, with regards to when you can get your extra vote, when you can use your steal a vote, when you're not allowed to. Which kind of goes back to something I'm seeing here from the live tribe, is that maybe a game with fewer adva- or with all of these advantages, where you're getting them time and time again. I mean, we've seen six or seven of them, that has to be hard to follow for a new fan of the show as well. Like, hopefully we're bringing new people in here and it usually is pretty straightforward. You have a challenge, you go to tribal council afterwards, somebody gets voted off. Maybe somebody will have an immunity idol necklace that you know about. Uh, But with this, it's like, we're going to tribal council who knows what's gonna happen we don't know really the relationships between people which is why these all kind of feel like blindsides right now and we don't know what advantages you have we don't know what those advantages cancel out and theoretically somebody will play this shoot the die thing yeah. at some point right like that's another thing that's out there and nobody has felt the urge at all which tells you there's more going on at camp that we're not seeing yeah. if you're feeling that secure that you yeah. don't play this one in six chance
1: Yeah, that's probably right. And, uh, you know, to give credit to the know-it-alls again, for people that say there's always too many idols, there's too many idols, there's too many idols. Well, Rob pointed out, we actually don't have one single (laughs) idol right now. Zero. Which is wild to think. Now, there are a million advantages, and there's steal votes and extra votes and all that right now floating around, or at least that can be unlocked or taken away and stuff like that. But uh, no idols, JD, which is sort of crazy when you think about it, because what's going on on LuVu? Uh, uh Deshaun knows that there is one there and they still can't find this.
4: Yeah, they have to move it. They have to put it somewhere because they're not they don't have to move. Why would they? They're just so comfortable. They're eating coconuts. They're just lying in the sun. They're singing kumbaya, and uh that's you know, I, I guess that's what it is. Or maybe it's just hard to find over there. I, yeah. I I honestly I honestly don't know. But I yeah, what everything you just said about all of the 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 advantages that people just can't use because they can't vote is just it's it's frustrating as a viewer like this whole thing came from Mike White saying to Jeff Probst one note is it fun i mean it's kind of not fun right now it's kind of mm-hmm. like it's kind of like uno like like it's it's like you have this sort of big plan to get rid of all your cards and then you just get completely shellacked with pick up four pick up four you know what i mean like it's <laughs> yeah. just like it's just like why am i even bother strategizing like at least let me roll the dice if i can't vote at least let me roll the dice
2: on a very basic level as a viewer agency is uh is exciting and is engaging and not having agency is like not fun right. to watch so from you know from my perspective as a person who's just a fan if somebody gets an advantage or has the ability to get something like an idol or what have you, they should have the ability to choose what to do with it. And if they can't, then that is just really frustrating to watch. Like if you get something that you had, now you have no control because you opened it. I get it. They had to make a choice, a cost benefit, you know, choice about like, how much is this worth it to me to do this? But that's, it turns out to be uh, like, golden handcuffs because now they can't do Mm -hmm. anything. I would prefer to watch players be given an advantage and then have the ability, maybe a little extra power, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, to then choose how to play that thing rather than just be locked into being able to do nothing. I
1: mean, I think it was Sydney even admitted when she opened up her thing, She didn't even see the word beware on it. She just saw advantage. Like I get it. Like like you guys said, she like saw it. Oh my god! You know what that is? Playing Survivor or watching Survivor. Like that's something. And you know she's just amped up and let's rip it open. And she doesn't even see it. I think it's fascinating to think if if they were to keep this for season forty two, a bunch of people that are watching this right now, let's say they're out there. I mean, what we've learned so far is like, don't touch these things. Mm -hmm. Take it, it. And throw it in the fire, you know. Take it and throw it in the ocean. Like I forget who was that. One, uh, who did that back in the day? Was it? That, was that, help me out if anybody can remember no, the, uh, in the live tribe. Somebody definitely yeah, once took right. it and threw know. it in the ocean as that? a group. I can't remember if it was. Uh, um, what was the guy? Randy? Was it possibly Randy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could have been. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's he a good character. Yeah, he was a great character. Okay, so uh,
2: you know, fun. I mean? funny if these things like had really bad, uh, you know, side effects. If they could like give it to somebody, like sneak it so that somebody now has this disadvantage. If you could give someone a disadvantage, that would be kind of fun.
3: I wonder if that'll be a thing going forward. Like if they keep this and they name it the same thing, a beware advantage, because this is the first time that uh, players are seeing this. So now theoretically you'll know what's going on. Do you give it to somebody who's like on the bottom of the tribe? And you're like,
1: eh, Mm -hmm. this ain't for me, but Mm -hmm. you might like it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, um, i think it was brad said in one of his you know uh exit interviews i guess um somebody asked him could you have given the the steal a vote to let's say genie and he said yeah i could have but it probably wouldn't have done us any good because i still can't vote and then if they're all together jd sean and ricard it's it's still a uh in that sense it's still uh two to one well a tie is it not at that point It'd be three... No, she'd have She they They'd only have be two. Because he could yeah. vote. That was the real issue. Yeah, I guess. So He I guess he had thought about it, and then he was like, well, it's not really going to do us any good here just because of the numbers because of these very, very small tribes. Um, all right, to keep it going here, because uh, we sort of got to this whole part, but I want to get... Everybody's reaction to Beef Walton saying the broccoli line. Um, at Ua, yeah, at Ua. It, yeah. it is day six, and JD's looking for the idol, uh, the JD on the island, yeah. not our JD. Uh, everybody's looking for this idol, but then we get the oh, Brad and Jeannie found it, found it um, about thirty minutes earlier. Now this is the the uh, the OG one because <laughs> uh, we've got so many advantages now. So he gets the broccoli line and they very quickly i was a little shocked like how quickly they were like in reading the whole thing which was a book remember uh butterfly line and they were like right away they're like oh yeah that that was xander that was super weird and then they read the next one about you know goats on Astroturf and they're like nope don't remember anybody saying that so they know sort of like where they stand and brad of course is hoping that uh, the blue tribe will end up saying this and Xander he already knows will likely say it again but uh, he just tells Shan everything like you guys have already said and it was amazing where he did the whole he tells her the one thing and then he's like I'm not done I am not yeah, yeah. done like that that part <laughs> let's go yeah it's like again I get it you trust her she's really good at this you're hoping like that you guys are are now a tight two with Genie you're a tight three you got the numbers but uh, she ultimately made the decision, which was to get rid of him. She sided with Ricard. I wonder who's running things there. Is it Ricard or is it Shan? If you had to guess, uh, JD, you first. Or are they just like you know joined
4: at the hip? Uh, I think. Well, I think Shan's running stuff, running everything, uh, because every uh, uh, Jason already said like everybody thinks that they're that they're she's their number one. So yeah, she's she seems to be running everything, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Rickard is very wily. He's very, very wily. There's
3: only one person who's her true number two, and it's Ricard. And I think that he came out looking the best after last night's episode. He would have much rather had Beef go home than JD go Mm -hmm. home. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that ended up good for him. I think think Shan is a little bit too far ahead right now. She's clearly the winner at this point. And like you're saying, Skeets,
1: we're three episodes in. That's not necessarily the place you want to be. Right. Um, So... Jason, thoughts on, on Brad's Ferris Bueller's day off move, uh, you know, late, late at night, he's got to sneak out just like Sydney and Tiffany. I guess it was easy for Sydney and Tiffany. Like they just like, they're deep sleepers over on their tribes. Like they had no problem.
2: I guess so. And it, and it seems like whatever the setup is over there at their camp, they're all sleeping on the beach. Or, and so Brad beef, beefy <laughs> felt <laughs> he needed to make a, a beef jerky gummy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to things. I, I've I was cackling. This was fucking iconic. I mean, talk about it was completely unnecessary, beef, and I loved it. Yeah. First of all, know that like on first glance, maybe from 20 feet away in the dark, okay. If I'm JD, a hundred percent, that's not you. That is like a it is not. It's like a, a rolled up towel with shoes at the bottom. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. sorry. Like.
3: <laughs> that looks exactly <laughs> like him. <laughs> I also There's love the no idea. no one being He's fl- like, like going the shot around of the him- whole tribe, like having to find all of these supplies. <laughs> clear. <laughs> like he's gotta be clunking around like crazy. Oh my God. What is he doing for such a long time? Like drawing more attention to himself. And then I love how when he actually left, He just rolled away. (laughs) Did he roll the whole way down to the boat? I don't think it's hard to sneak out at all. I don't think anybody cares. They probably think, A, you're going to the bathroom. And B, they know people sneak out occasionally. You hear three boats in the middle of the night.
1: Hmm,
3: what could that yeah, I
1: don't, possibly what is that? be? Yeah, what could that one well, boat in the middle of the night be? Maybe there's like production boats coming in and out. Yeah. I guess. I guess somebody's watch gotta watch hide it. the cut the engines two hundred yards, yeah, so like
2: shore, and then they roll. Yeah, like, no, you,
1: you're you're right. He went he went extra with it, but this guy for only three I lo- episodes, I loved it. it's
2: been what like I loved it.
1: Pre pre merge guys. Or girls, of course. Like he's up there on the on at least over the last ten seasons or so that I can think of that are like iconic, like pretty amazing characters that leave very early. Like a lot of people point out Reem, who was hilarious Mm -hmm. uh, on Edge of Extinction. Now she stuck around, so we got to see Reem just be upset all the time because she was the first one out and trying to get back in the game. But but
4: this guy JD, I mean. like, will we see Beef Walton again? Will he get invited uh, back? <laughs> 100%. I can't imagine him not coming back. Uh, you know, he may be the first merge person ever to get that Sia money, you know? Like, is, is it? <laughs> I think he's in the running.
2: And
1: the Sia. no, is to split
2: it with the dummy, no. though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I don't know about that. I... A cattle rancher for Sia? Yeah, no, <laughs> wow. no, no, no. I don't. I don't think yeah, so. That's good uh, very good but a lot oh, of the not
3: pre-merge notable characters usually, if you're a notable character for pre-merge, is because you do something really offensive, or you get in a huge fight, or you're just very unlikable. This was the complete right. opposite. Mm-hmm. Like. Beef was the star of like every scene that he yeah. was in, if it was just making a face to the camera, if it was doing the spy shack. He was out there to play, and he did a lot of stuff for yeah. being on the show for three episodes. He was
1: on he was on the island for one week.
4: <laughs> Crazy. It's <laughs> <That's laughs> wild. It's amazing. I
2: I will never forget the shot of him as he is putting the mannequin into place and he looks over at what we could assume from the edit is JD and he has this in this look of fucking intensity (laughs) like he is about to sneak out of Alcatraz tonight like just like (laughs) as he's like rolling the thing into place it was it was beautiful and I think you're right like this is not a Colton situation Mm -hmm. like he, like, Brad made this impact because he was playing. Yeah. He was playing extremely hard. So that is
1: notable.
4: Yeah, no, for sure. And, I mean, and he, he was he's... having fun, right? I mean, that's, totally. that was, yeah. and that was what was so infectious about him. And that's what was ultimately his downfall. That's why he told Shan everything. He went to the island, he made a bunch <laughs> of friends, and now he wanted to play Survivor with his friends. Genie yeah. and yeah. Shan, let's yeah. do this, guys. We're in this all the way, all the way. And then they stabbed him in the back as they should have because the guy's a massive yeah. threat like it was the right yeah. move but oh my god like uh, you
1: think it was the right move yes for, I do for specifically yeah, like yeah. Shannon really it's the same it's, it's the same on. why arc? though so well, I know we're, we'll get to what happens with JD and is that an idol in your in your drawers are you just happy to see me and all that <laughs> oh and, like, and give me, we'll get to all that but he's obviously proven to you He's pretty damn sneaky. I mean, he's trying to hide it. He's not doing a great job, but he wasn't telling you, and you thought you were close with him. Uh, Brad is telling you everything. This guy is like, in theory, he's the perfect partner to go with because he seems, and and really he's proven that he's super trustworthy, at least to her.
4: Why, Why get rid of that? Because the same reason, the same argument I had for getting rid of Xander last week, the guy's a nuclear bomb. He's got two advantages. Everybody likes him. He's uh, he plays hard. He yes, he's super super uh, trustworthy. But if I'm Shan, I'm like I can't beat this guy at the end. Like, mm. and he's a beast at challenges. JD sucks at challenges. I'm sorry, yeah. JD. I'm sorry. I know you want to be Ozzy. <laughs> here's a, here's, a, here's a secret. The, the people who are like Ozzy don't come onto the island and announce, "I'm just like Ozzy." You just do, you don't do that. Yeah. That Xander is Ozzy. Like Xander is uh, killing it out there. Uh, but yeah, uh, you keep J, JD can cannot win this game. He can't win this game. I mean, I would be stunned if
2: you won. Well, yeah, I, all right. I agree with that. Okay, okay. I, I think it was the right. I I do think it was. I wanted. Brad to stay, but I do think they don't even know how right the move is because, of course, we get to see everything and see how hard he really is playing and how much effort he is putting into making, uh, forging relationships, not just with Shan, but with Genie and different people. Right, so I think, right? I wish he was sticking around, but it is
1: the right move. Yeah as for, you know okay fair enough um so the broccoli line this was hilarious we're at the challenge <laughs> okay brad's line okay his line just for those that don't remember is supposed to be i didn't realize this till now broccoli is just a bunch of small trees okay a weird line but that's the exact line that he's supposed to say what he ends up saying after again a probes just softball lob it up here we go i'll help you out don't you worry guys we're gonna get this damn ch- uh, immunity in this game Brad ends up saying, quote, I feel like a broccoli. Broccoli grows little (laughs) bunches on small trees. So the question everybody is asking is if Deshaun, let's say, at the Blue Tribe, had found the beware advantage, had, had said his goat line, Xander kills his butterfly once again. I mean, now he can just do the classic, well, I said it last time. Uh, you know, yeah. Like I said, he just does that. He's sampling himself. But would Probes and the Survivor producers, would they have been like, if Brad had said exactly like he said there last night in that episode, would they have said, okay, it's activated? Or are they going like, come <laughs> on, no, you can't just say broccoli. And yeah. trees. <laughs> like, uh, what, What's the play, Trey? You're a Survivor producer. Are you giving that the, okay, thumbs up, let's roll with it? Or are you saying, no, nope, we're going to have to do this again?
3: I mean, <laughs> the Survivor producers are giving a thumbs up. They're going to count it. You got wow. the broccoli in. You got the tall trees. You <laughs> sounded like an idiot, which I think is yeah, the, the, the key play, there. Yeah. You sound like a fool. Uh, but personally, I would like to see Jeff like really go at it and be like, What was that? Can you (laughs) repeat that? Like, just just keep asking him until he actually gets it right. But I do imagine that, uh, you know, count it and one. um, Because, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like a broccoli. Uh, Also, did Xander say to him afterwards... I like what you said about the Brock. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And when they're
1: out on the platforms, like, by themselves while the challenge is going on. Like, these guys yeah. are sort of bringing up the rear here, or the, the, the caboose. Yep, that's exactly what he said. I was surprised Xander said anything. I mean, we debated this last time, I remember. Like, mm-hmm. do you just actually just don't say anything again and, and wait to see if the Blue Tribe says something? There's, like but you know i guess yeah but wanted, jeff came to him right like
4: jeff specifically right said yeah. hey Xander, what do you think of what yeah. what uh, beef over there just said and he yeah. i mean that's your chance right if you're going to say it you're going to say it Yeah, I, so that's why i think he said it I, like otherwise i think he wouldn't he's just too smart not like not to realize i'm just going to wait but if Jeff comes to you, he comes to you, and that might yeah. be your only opportunity,
1: right? Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, Rick Devins uh, of Survivor fame tweeted this last night. That's uh, That's, <laughs> <our> <laughs> <guy>. that's beef. <laughs> for everybody joining us on YouTube, uh, what is that, Ziggy from, I don't know, what is that, Veggie VeggieTales. VeggieTales. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see a striking resemblance. It's ironic for a guy we call Beef looking like a, a vegetable there. But uh, yeah, okay, so we will be waiting... Uh, well, well, now this I mean, this is another question. what happens, Jason, with this thing now? is it just get does it just get replanted at at the uh at the green tribe? like it, I mean, they got to replant it or else why is it even in the show? Yeah. Right?
2: they it has to pay off at this point um they can't you can't come this far and then just go, yeah, scrap the whole thing like it's somebody's they got to drop it on someone's chest at this point. Yeah. <laughs> they just Put it in the- their mouth while they're sleeping. Danny wakes up and it's in his hand. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I guess, I guess Jeff you-
3: sneaks into camp. He's like, now I'm going to place this beware advantage somewhere where it's easily found.
1: Watch this. Right. Um, yeah I guess you have to have the idol because they have idols the uh, the two that have found it and then eventually the blue tribe if they ever find this they have the idol it just has no power yet because they have to say these silly lines I was just thinking like could Genie at the next challenge just say the line could Mm. you know but she doesn't she have. To if have she it. doesn't have it, then yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah, doesn't she has matter. To
4: have it. So okay,
1: so they'll just re yeah, they'll just hide this thing again. But I, I think I'm with you guys. I think it's just going to be like like just it'll be just dangling from their <laughs> their like flag or something. It's like right there. It's something you can't miss. Okay, uh, so. Just quickly here, before our first break on No Buffs, the challenge, JD, what were your thoughts on this We had a very tough-looking sort of rope bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought Tiffany was eating it for sure. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. k- kudos to her for I mean, she gutted that out. Like, she powered it. She powered Holy it. crap. She would, looked like There's she was going three times. All <laughs> guts and grit,
2: everything. <laughs> she gave everything. She did. I mean, she was like going both ways, falling, yeah. like, this yeah. way and then that way, and she just, like, held on for dear life. Shout to her. She yeah, did
1: she got across, and... Uh, Jeff hit her with, you did it! Yeah. <laughs> now get yeah. the water! <laughs> <laughs> and then she just rolls into the water. That water's not very deep where they're jumping into, if you notice, like too. Not. It looked like it was three feet deep. She kind like, broke her neck, but she just landed on her side. So she got in there. So anyway, uh, the Luvu tribe gets their giant bag out of the sand first. And then we get to the sandbag tossing part. They got to put these little sandbags on these platforms that get higher and higher, higher. It does not look easy, but, and, uh, Jason already slipped it in there. We had, uh, we had JD on the green tribe, um, just blowing it. I saw, uh, Whitney Medworth tweeting out this. We had a quote, somebody saying, it's okay. No MBA. No, just NBA. come on, no, you got this. no NBA. Because he was one trying of them to do things. these like sort of like fancy finger roll like layups to put yeah. it on and he wasn't coming close, JD. I mean you said it. He butchered this and he has not been that great for a guy that appears to be super athletic. He hasn't been all that great in these things.
4: Yeah, I mean you you got to you gotta just do the the what is the free throw, the granny throw, like just style, yeah, sure. get rid of the style. Just get it up there, and uh, you know, like he's he's sells himself. They said it after the the challenge, like he sells himself as this big athlete guy. And fair enough, maybe this thing didn't just didn't work for him. He had an off day or whatever. But uh, <laughs> God, it couldn't was, finish at the hoop. It was just couldn't
3: finish. Look, I'll say it. He's too short to try a finger roll in that
4: scenario. <laughs>
3: Trying right, to finish amongst the, the trees, you gotta go over the top, buddy. Hit yeah, him with a Lou Williams the floater, floater yeah. the George Gervin. That is not gonna
4: happen.
2: The wingspan is tough. He did kind of Eurostep some of Derek in the chat is saying <laughs> he should have Euro stepped. He does yeah. actually kind of mini Eurostep it to go
1: Like with so much confidence, too. Like he thinks he's going to go ping, 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 and it's like, it is missing. Like he's not hitting the the, the <laughs> little platform.
4: It is falling like eight feet short. Oh, yeah. it looks like it's on one of them. Huge air balls on it, a lot of them. And it, it, here's going back to when when he gets off of the tightrope thing. It doesn't even seem like he's in the game. He's just sort of fucking around out there because Jeff is like, <laughs> "Get in the water, man! Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, you know true. what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just so I don't know if it. it, it it's, it's almost like he's not taking it seriously and he's just like, oh, I'm going to try to lay this up or whatever. Like, yeah. Uh, you know who,
2: it reminds me of, it, it reminds me of War Dog in the sense that here's a guy who you're thinking is going to be good to, very good at challenges, sure. who then turns out to be one of the worst right. that you've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like unquestionably like the gap between what you think and what happens is so great Um, but War Dog was actually had a seriousness whereas JD is, you're right Uh, JD is fucking around a little too much yeah Yeah.
1: I mean what'd you think of his uh impressions I guess Trey that he was pulling off there uh in last night's episode (laughs) he should have a better woo at the very least I mean if you're coming
3: in saying I'm the new woo you should be able to crush a woo and I don't think he did uh like give me a give me a fact Dip a guac.
0: Like, <laughs> like, literally what
3: lines was uh, was JD saying from Wu. But it got me thinking, the only survivor impression I have at all would be season one Rudy when they get down to the final challenge where they're all trying, like you have to answer questions about your tribe mates and every time he would open yeah i don't know i don't don't know yeah i don't don't know (laughs) he's just gone (laughs) no chance because he didn't listen to anybody talk for an entire season oh my god
1: i'll admit with the jd doing impressions scene i heard other podcasts talking about it and i was like what what scene did i miss Mm. i didn't even like realize he was doing impressions i had to go back I was like, what are they talking about? I mean, I'm trying to take notes while I'm doing this and all that, so maybe I was, like, tuned out a little bit, writing down whenever I was writing down. But I'm like, what impressions did I actually miss? And then it made sense when I went back and watched. I was like, oh, these were impressions? These were these were, yeah. These were were not very good impressions. <laughs> I thought he was literally just talking in silly voices to the rest of his tribe members. <laughs> anyway, yeah, rough, rough episode. But he does, he does, of course, survive, and he's still there. Um, they have to give up Flint. And they will be heading uh, to Tribal Council because we had Luvu coming through, uh, continuing to sort of dominate here the Blue Tribe, and then uh, Xander I thought was huge for for Yase and for the Yellow Tribe. I mean, he just he just yeah he just started dropping them on there. He had a couple in a row. I love when they keep it going. You're like, oh, it doesn't. You know, I'm sure it's edited still a little bit, but it you can feel like that he is hitting like a couple bang 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 like that.
4: Yeah,
2: Tiffany hitting the first one. That's like Ben Simmons coming out and drilling a three to begin the fourth quarter. Like, it's fucking gravy. Yeah. Like, like the fact that they got that production out of her was so (laughs) huge. It was massive. Yeah.
1: Like, the production of hitting a sandbag, but also, again, getting across that rope bridge when it looked like, oh, there we go again. She's falling in, and there's no way they're coming back. But they, they got second.
4: She totally shut me up because I was like, oh, how do you like your girls' alliance now, guys? Like It's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was just completely shitting the bed again. And then she nailed that. Like, it might have been the first one. I, was I probably think it was luck. for them, yeah. I think but, they brought Xander in, yeah. I was like, okay, Tiffany, fine. But you know what? I mean, I think that they are in big trouble now. They were better off losing that challenge because they still have that nuclear bomb. Sitting there in Xander, he saved himself. He was getting voted out for sure, and he picked them all up and carried them across the finish line. And uh, so good for Xander! What a threat! I mean, I'm we barely saw him in this episode, but I am so super impressed with him. Uh, He just uh, if 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 by some miracle all these uh, these. uh, advantages and idols get activated. Then uh, it's I mean it's it's over. At least uh, he's yeah. gonna go very 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 deep in this game.
1: Yeah, and he should be pretty good at these individual immunity oh, yeah. challenges we're seeing with a lot of this stuff like balance and you know he's got some strength and stuff like that. Um, and just like put yourself in his like uh, well I can't remember if he was wearing shoes in this challenge or not, but put yourself in his spot on that on that little platform to begin with. You get Brad butchering the broccoli line, but saying the broccoli line. <laughs> Probes comes to you. You say, Here we go. Mm-hmm. You know your tribe sucks. You know your chances of losing this. You're looking at it going, Oh my God, we got to get across a rope bridge. And we got this thing at the end. Like he's probably thinking, We're probably losing. I got to pray the blue tribe says this goat on Astroturf thing. Like, and yeah. then it doesn't. And then you're like, Oh, God. Like yeah. if we, you're right, Jamie. He looked
4: like he was going to cry. Yeah. He, he was like, like he was gonna cry. I'm
1: going home if we don't finish second here, <laughs> yeah. uh, at the very least. And, yeah. and like you said, he came through pretty clutch. Okay, And got- he
4: still had the presence of mind to connect with Beef on the platform. Yeah. You mentioned it before. I mean, that's just smart. That's just, just a good gameplay right there. Just mm-hmm. be like, hey, you have an idol. I know you have an idol. You know I have an idol. Hey, man. We're in this. Like, he, he didn't even have to say, let's do something. He was just like, no, you and right. me, we're idol guys now. So, you know, like. <laughs> Rocky Bros. But, oh, yeah. but that kind of thing works. It goes so far in this game. So, yep. you know, you get those individual immunity idols and then you meet it. I mean, it didn't work out, obviously, because beep has gone. But <laughs> that, that would have been incredible. Like He would have had an ally right there two immunity idols, it would have been crazy, but uh, unfortunately- Oh,
1: poor Xander. They're going to show up at the next challenge. He's going to see Beef Walton was voted out. He's going to be like, oh (laughs) "Oh my God. (laughs) And then now the blue Another dead relative. Yeah, uh, yeah.
4: Jesus, my relatives.
1: (sighs) Everybody's dead. Everybody I know, Jeff, is dead. They're all butterflies. (laughs) I don't know anyone
4: anymore.
1: Uh, All right, we got to take our first break here. When we come back, we'll, uh, we'll get into the rest of the episode.
0: This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more.
1: All right, back with no buffs. This is a great comment from the live tribe. Uh, Especially for you, Jason, because you mentioned that you would like to see the reward challenge come back uh, to Survivor. Mm -hmm. Mr. Crayon Juice says the reason they need to bring back two challenges is so that LuVu has to play Heather in the reward challenges and potentially lose them. Interesting, this comment, because a lot of people last night on Twitter I saw noticing, is Heather ever going to play in one of these things? Because she (laughs) didn't play in back-to-back uh, immunity challenges and people were confused because as we knew it the rule was you you got, you can't sit out two in a row but apparently the rule is you can't sit out two in a row if it's in the same episode oh. so yeah this is like the clarification i guess from propes was because they're different episodes and we only have the one challenge now Technically, she can. I I think they should change this, though. I I don't see how that's fair at all, Jason. Your your first take on it? I I, know. I completely
2: agree. Um, You know, I don't even know what her voice sounds like. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, the next time I hear her speak will be the first time. So I think that it is necessary, you know, to just involve all of these tribes in more actions, in more challenges, in more things that. that make them make choices about who's on the bottom and who's on the top, even if it's for something lower stakes like food, a pizza, what have you. I just think it's good for the game. And I think it's the kind of game that we are all used to at this Mm -hmm. point. Yeah
1: teeth is very confused heather who yeah exactly yeah. that's right, that's right. Yeah. you're not wrong teeth uh, we haven't i mean i talked the most about her last episode because of this like deleted scene where she came up with this diabolical like i'm gonna fake dream sydney out of this game i mean it's, it's yeah. a cool move i want to know more right. about that but yeah. she ain't playing in these and and blue keeps winning so we're barely over with that try maybe we'll get to more heather in the future here um okay so we're back here breaking down this episode. I think we can just go right to JD having to go to the bathroom, having to take an awkward <laughs> Um What an
3: amazing <laughs> shot. He says, I got to go to the bathroom. And they cut to a bird taking a <laughs> bird. That was awesome. It's so amazing. What was that? There was well, one cameraman out there just like. <laughs> What this the
0: fuck? This bird doesn't was go that? in
1: the next one hour. <laughs> I'm out of here. That that was so, so, we are led to believe that's exactly what JD was doing down there, down in the water or in the hole, wherever he's doing it. And when he comes back, this guy, <laughs> oh this guy looks so like flustered, like a wave just knocked the shit out of him while he was taking a dump or something. And. He's like, you know, he's like his drawers, like his pants are hanging off. He's got no shirt on, if I remember correctly, or it's open or whatever. And then is like, well, what is that? She notices the the paper <laughs> like hanging out of his underwear. And, uh, you know, she she blows up his spot. I mean, like very easily because it's right there. Now, remind me what
4: this one is. This is his extra vote it's literally the parchment the the extra extra vote parchment i believe it's the extra vote parchment
1: that he that he put down there when he grabbed it okay uh so then this is very fascinating because we know the green tribe have lost there there's some people uh want to get Brad out now suddenly shan to ricard is like we gotta vote jd out like this is pretty twisted like i thought i was tight with them He's keeping it secret from us, and he's not and he's just sloppy, too, is the other thing. Ricard is conflicted. You know, do they vote JD or do you blindside Brad, who has all these advantages? And and we already sort of touched on this, but JD does this, I think a I think an interesting move where he knows he's busted, of course. And to try and get back in in the good graces of Shan gives her the the extra vote he said he just straight up like you hold it let me get your trust back and uh you know she she takes it as you should but it's still like you're gonna have to do more than that sort of uh (laughs) but but what do you think about that move from jd it ultimately works of course uh jason but you know would you ever do something like that are you ever giving it up just to save your ass no
2: i mean it ultimately worked and part of what is for me so interesting about this episode is that like j d he disrespected the game this episode, <laughs> like first of all, go to take a shit we suspect, yeah, walk all the way back with your pants down <laughs> still like and weird. the and the and the advantage sticking out. I'm sorry, this is terrible, like yeah. you deserve to go home, then you give it to shan, mm-hmm. you deserve to go home again for doing that, and then thirdly. He has this, I think, one is one of the great mansplain moments in Survivor history when he's like, yeah, but you know on Survivor, you're not supposed to tell anybody anything. You know Survivor, the game that we're on? <laughs> have you ever watched it? I know we're here right now, but if, you're, if you've ever watched any past seasons, you don't tell everybody. Ever. It's like, yeah, I get it, man. Like, He is here because I think Shan and Ricard made the correct – Formulation that, as messy as he is, they can control. Mm, day totally, day, right? yeah, right. And mm-hmm. and and he'll tell them everything, and he'll fuck up, and at some point he'll talk himself off the game, and they can just wait for that to happen. But JD just. Compounding every mistake here with a worse mistake, and he survives it. But it was a crazy <sighs> totally. display from my guy.
1: Yeah, this was really, really sloppy, Trey. Um,
3: and <laughs> Shannon <Enchanted laughs> yeah, a sloppy mud. Oh, Why I in the world is he carrying his vote there? He's gonna finally put it in the urn. Jeff Probst is going to pull it out and instantly get sick from that yeah. mud pie. He's too small of a slice. Incredible stuff. Like, how was he trying to hide this? He also has on... I think he's wearing cargo shorts. He's got like a hundred yeah. pockets. Yeah. He wanted to get found out. It, it sure I have, felt like I have it.
1: seen that theory being floated around. Like, he did this on purpose. Oh, my God. I, I'm like, come on. I, like... I, That was a pretty bumbling mistake. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, I guess
3: he kind of covered it as... He didn't cover it. Did he cover it? I don't know. It worked. (laughs) But I think it only worked because this is part of Ricard's plan. That if Brad and Jeannie stick around and they team up, then it's 2-2. And you know Brad could have an extra vote or a steal a vote. Then you could easily go home. So I do think that this is Ricard's call. But just weird stuff from JD. And maybe they think... I don't it's almost like comparing the same person Brad and JD right like they both have done good finding advantages and they both seem a little bit like bumbling fools who yeah. are going to shoot themselves in the foot at some point so I don't know just just the way JD was playing and like the way he came back it was like Compose yourself. Yeah, I know. know, (laughs)
4: If you're going
3: to the bathroom, like, put your pants on and stuff before you come out of the bathroom. (laughs) That that (laughs) was no
4: aqua dump, man. He was whacking off in that Uh, Oh, yeah, there it
3: is. That's what Yum says. You'd beat me to the punch
1: there,
2: J.D. (gasps) Oh, nice. Well, then why why would... They should have showed, like, an iguana or a monkey just, like, in the tree.
4: (laughs) But that's how he was, like... You're not that satisfied from a crap, you know? Like, uh, I'm sure it's fun and nice. Yeah, he was... Yeah, good... And the the J.D., I kind
2: of... He was definitely, like, post-climax. The IQ had dropped 45 points. He was yeah. not thinking about anything. He was just like, whoa. Yeah.
1: All right, well, okay, hold Get on. Get yourself together. Jason, Jason does say, you know, mistakes like J.D.'s are why you do need to be reminded... How bored and sleep deprived and hungry yeah, they are. Yeah, fair enough. Great point. Great That's point. fair uh, enough, Jason Flowers. Uh, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if. Oh, uh, no, never mind. I was going to make like a compost flowers joke from ship, but that was really quite a stretch. There, I could have got there, and I just gave up halfway through. Um, yeah, this was this was fascinating. I do think, and many people have pointed this out that I've heard so far. You know, why keep JD over Brad? Like the pros and cons of like cutting one over the other. Shan probably just has a a better emotional con, um, um, link with JD than she does Brad, right? Like Brad is telling her everything. That's great. I mean, that's power. But I think she just um, is emotionally connected to JD more. Just in in playing of the in just being on the island as a, as like a partner out there and as a friend. That's what my gut says. That yeah. ultimately deciding to go with him. And, and he did, you know, he tries to to give the olive branch by giving it to her. It's going to be a fascinating fallout, J.D., to see
4: if she gives it back. I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, she doesn't have to. I thought she may just use it to vote him out uh, at that very tribal council. And to be honest, I mean, I I agree with you that, that she was emotionally torn. She told us as much in her confessional. Uh, right. But... Honestly, I think it was J.D.'s incompetence that saved him. And I think that Shan was like, if this guy's willing to give me his extra vote, then how can I vote him out? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, as trustworthy as Brad is, this guy's trustworthy and he's uh, incompetent. Like, you know, J.D. is sitting there going... Oh, I gave her my vote because I'm a ballsy player. It's like you gave her your balls. Is that what you mean by man. ballsy player? You have she neutered you. You have yeah. no power now. Everything that you had is now gone, and you you are indebted to her. And that and she knows that she's she's a very shrewd, yeah. Don't smart don't discredit the fact that he's what 21 years old, and and Brad
1: is a 50 year old man. And right. I think from her point of view, there is probably this idea of like. I can be a big sister, you know, more to a guy like JD than maybe the relationships that she's ultimately going to have with Brad.
2: And I think Brad is just simply more of a threat. Like, you know, like, gameplay wise, it's pretty even. But at the end of the day, which one of those players could potentially do something that surprises you in a bad way? And I think it's Brad. Mm
1: -hmm. Oh, I I think you guys are, uh, I think JD is definitely possible of jumping ship backstabbing her like this guy wants but, to play that's all he's like i want to play i want to play i want to play like but that's so predictable of him
2: like i just I feel guess, like he yeah. will i just feel like he will telegraph any move okay I, they, I agree. this guy came walking up to camp <laughs> from a hundred yards away with his pants fully down and his advantage sticking out of mm-hmm. it like this is not a guy you need to worry about.
4: That much. Did he even remember to bring Shan's water? I didn't even notice because he was supposed <laughs> to
0: bring, <him. laughs> bring my.
3: Don't water, touch man. my water! Yeah. I don't want you touching yeah. my water. Oh, definitely not.
1: <laughs> I forgot about that part. Yeah, well, he's walking away. There's a shot. Can you grab my water? It's down by the beach. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, you know, let's get to tribal council because this is where it goes to next. Uh, first things first. Jeff doesn't talk directly to the camera uh-uh. tray. It's, it's gone after two episodes. Uh, they're like, yeah, we don't, Jeff, we don't need that anymore, man. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, they're coming in you. again. Like <laughs> every time. And like every single time in survivor history. Here they come. You ever seen one of our 500 episodes? Same thing. <laughs> yeah, so we got rid of that. And we also got the quick shot of the game within the game uh rebus right here yeah. which uh is a first at least placement wise mm-hmm. they haven't had it at tribal council it's usually been at the challenges where you see a nice swooping crane shot jd or a nice drone shot or whatever the heck it is uh but they walked right by it if i remember correctly <laughs> it did? was like plastered right there on the wall it was a quick one i had to i, I didn't th- get I it right away it. i oh, totally it missed it fast it was like whoa that was a quick shot but uh if, if you haven't done it already, it is uh, don't rock the boat is the answer mm. to that. I actually have a theory about game within the game, but I'll save it till the end here. But at Tribal Council, what was your big takeaway, Jason? You get us started here with uh, trying to figure out this Brad or JD and how it went down.
2: Uh, I, I, My big takeaway, I haven't said it before, but you know, I just, at some point in this game, JD is going to talk himself into getting voted out. That's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, He had a good, I thought he had a good monologue about how, you know, Survivor molded him as a person. I don't know that that swayed Shan at all. I think that she is, she is very... Talented politically and her ability to be like oh, this is going to hurt me both ways. I've just had a. I look at Brad and I don't want to vote him, and I look at JD and I don't want to vote. It's like okay, you, you get it. Yeah, it's like you love everybody and you don't want anybody going right. All right, but I I I just came along away with the feeling that man uh, JD talks a lot and it's going to hurt him at some point.
3: Yeah, Shan is probably like. JD keeps comparing himself to Wu and Ozzy. There's no chance he's going to win this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. a two notorious, like, botch at the end kind of types where, like, they don't yeah. make the strategic moves and if those are your heroes, you're probably in trouble. Malcolm as well, right? Like, he went very far with Malcolm Denise a, the first
1: time. Yeah. Um, I, but, I, yeah, I
3: thought that was strange.
1: I think a huge part of this ultimately deciding on getting rid of Brad instead of JD... That maybe uh, I haven't slipped in here yet, and it really comes up at the tribal council. Is Ricard still being pissed that Jeannie voted for him at the first tribal council? And she is she is tight with Brad. I mean, that is yeah. very apparent. Yeah. Um, and maybe that is a, a big part of why they ultimately went with him. At least from Ricard's side of things, like it, you know, he's like I, I've been voted for. My name's been written down. Screw that. Let's get rid of uh, her. You know right-hand man there and, and Brad we can we can live and deal with JD and him whacking off down by the water uh, <laughs> if we need to I don't know do you think there's any truth
4: to that JD I uh, yeah 100% I think uh, the more that Trey says it the more I'm warming up to the idea that Ricard is is definitely influencing Shen although uh, I'm try, I I don't want to take anything away from Shen either so um yeah, I mean, I want I want these
1: two to go far, and I want them at some point to have to turn on each yeah. other. Yeah, I think it would be oh, they awesome. will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I mean, well, yeah. Well, they'll either just go straight to the end with each other if they can, uh, believing that like they have a good chance to, you know, win by sitting next to them. Or mm-hmm. you're right. Are they going to have a head to head blow here at some point? Like we got we got to cut you. Um, I think it'll be late in this game. They feel like those two are going to be around for a while, uh, unless people see them as so tight at the hip that they got to get rid of them
4: earlier than later you know it's a possibility listen Um, with Louvu the the way they're playing everybody's in trouble now when we get to the merge because they they have to be the tightest alliance there is really well we'll well, we'll see we'll see there's some talk
1: about throwing challenges apparently (laughs) yeah uh, oh my god we're to believe
4: that old
1: stay tuned for scenes from our next episode (laughs) um be honest, Trey. When we started hearing the sappy music for JD, when he's talking about his love for Survivor, when he's done his weird thing about trust crystals or whatever the hell he was talking <laughs> about, um, we heard the sappy music that we got from oh, yeah. uh, Voce last. Did you? Did you think it was him? Did they? Did they have you uh, tricked, or at least that was going to be the pattern? Oh, sappy music. He's getting that little, that little, uh, you know, the little tears for him. See you later. What would you think? Hundred percent. I got ropeadope. <laughs> he gone. That's what I thought as soon as he said do you know why I wear this puka shell
3: necklace? Because of Survivor. That's why I wear it too now. I was like, this guy, there's no chance he's today. They're doing the exact same thing they did the week prior uh, where Voce, you know, at the very end, they gave him a little bit of an emotional connection so that you could learn something about this guy before he got voted off very early. It felt very similar to what they were doing uh, with JD last night, but clearly that wasn't the case. Uh, his, uh, His crystal talk, Really smooth things over. He could have gone with any breakable object, but
1: a crystal. <laughs> yeah, a crystal. Also, uh, used to be horrible at challenges on Gabon, and she yeah. was an Olympic athlete. <laughs> uh, Mike Bloom, great shout-out from him on Twitter last night. Uh, could he have used, Brad could have used his uh, shot-in-the-dark die? No, because yeah. he's got
4: no he can, He's got so no he, vote. That's right, that's he right. He
1: can't? Oh, my God. That's what I mean. This that's what I'm saying.
4: sucks. Let it's them tough. at least roll the dice. I mean, yeah. yeah.
1: Wow. Wow,
4: you have to wonder. He wouldn't have, anyways. He, he was. You totally, don't think so? He was totally blindsided. I, he had no idea that was coming.
1: He says, yeah. you know, revisionist history. Maybe he says he wasn't totally blindsided. Oh, okay. in some of his uh, exit interviews, he he was like, he wasn't feeling good because he said later on in the day there, after talking to Shannon, putting his trust in her, that he saw how JD was reacting, and he was like, "Eh, this guy's." way too cool right now right. <laughs> like this guy's pl- he's not freaking out like he probably would if he was like really really on the ropes so either jd just did a great job and actually was freaking out inside or they had to sort of come to an agreement like okay it's not going to be you give me your vote and then uh we'll figure it out from there but anyway brad says he wasn't feeling all that great about the numbers but and he couldn't do anything that, uh, yeah that was if, the wild if you part. can't that vote was- then you can't feel super confident but yeah I- I have a question. He gets voted out, uh, you know, 3-2 ultimately. Or 3, sorry, uh, 3-1, because he doesn't vote. Um, When someone gets voted out, Jason, maybe you'll know this. Maybe one of you guys will know this. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody in the live tribe will know. Can he right there turn around and give his stuff to Genie, let's say? Or does it have to happen before the votes are read type of thing? Like, I've always wondered that. That's
3: a great question.
2: That is a great question. You know, when there have been similar kind of things
1: people are saying no it's a no. great question yeah.
2: because because yeah probably not yeah. because usually it is specifically it is specifically laid out like you get eliminated then you can hand off your you know they have that moment yep. at the end where you walk at the to the end of the gangplank and then there's like the urns and you can put your stuff in there mm-hmm. so usually it would be that so my guess is no and yeah. again and it kind of like imperfect application of some of these things i think
1: yeah i mean it would be amazing Right before. Somebody, like, they know they're going or whatever. They just read the room. They get the vibe that the votes are going to be going against them. Just to be like, here, just, like, take my whole bag. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, why, why would you help the people that just voted
3: Well, out? well no, Genie. Take,
4: yeah, he'd give it to Genie. Yeah. Yeah, Genie. I mean, yeah.
1: Genie's screwed. Genie's.
3: So what? You're out of the game. That's an amazing <laughs> memento for your home office. Much more cool than helping out a for person, the ramp you know,
1: seven days ago. Uh, The other part, too, Trey, actually, now I think about it. Who's to say they're out there? Like they've watched Survivor, maybe not Brad, but you might be not out of the game. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's a fair point. Like they're they're not they're not told, I assume, on these Edge of Extinction and sort of Redemption Islands. Like at the beginning, I'm sure they're not told. Like that's what that's what happens here. Don't worry, if you get voted out, you'll still be actually in the game. So maybe there's a small part in the back of your head, like, well, I guess I could still be coming back. You never know uh, with with the twists and stuff like that. So,
2: okay. let me let me ask, let me do a quick pitch. I, I wonder if this would work with with less players. If there was a 25% chance or something that one of these pre-merged players gets on the jury, I wonder if that would change the way mm. that some of these tribals shake out and some of the deliberations. Mm. And would it change the gameplay? Would it change the blind sides if you know... Somebody you screw over could potentially be there at the end because theres are less players. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's a wrinkle they could add.
1: hmm, I hadn't thought about that. yeah, I think it definitely changes it. I think this whole like, even though we haven't seen it played yet, this whole shot in the die die or the shot in the dark, I guess it's called with rolling of the die, I think this is having quite an impact on everything too, like this like you you can't be so like, hey. We're fine. We got the numbers. I don't right, even right. care if they know. We, we got numbers. Who cares? Right. Like, True. you really got to try to blindside everybody. And I think that's why, at least that's probably in theory working, JD, like that. Like, we can't just be so blatant because we got numbers. Yeah. They could, yeah. we want them to just not pick up that die <laughs> totally. when they're up
4: there, even if the chances are very slim. Yeah. It's just compounding what already exists, which is what if they have an idol? We have to throw votes on a secondary person that we want to get out. So it's just. That fear is now just compounded, which I like. I think that's that's a great new wrinkle in the game. I just want to see this die get rolled, man. <laughs> like I just want yeah. to see it happen.
3: This yeah. is probably a question for Voce, but I wonder now if the percentages increase. You know, like on the Yasa tribe, they've only got four right. members. Is it a one in four chance now? Or does it still remain I think a one in six? I think yeah, it's one in six. That's how the die was made? Yeah, yeah. unless they have a custom. <laughs> yeah, four-sided
4: die, man. Get out your D&D <laughs> dice, guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, I think so, but we don't probably. know. I mean, I'm so fast. Like, how does it even look? Like, uh, on the broadcast? Yeah. Like, what... Is there a camera within the little Yahtzee cup? Or, like, we're doing it right there in front of... Like, not in front of everybody, but, like, I guess they just do it up there. Are they going to do the classic uh, Jason where, uh, you know, Genie rolls it, it bounces around, and then we we just cut to... You know, props. You know what I mean. Like, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. it's like we don't actually see whether she got it or not. We're only going to find out in the uh, when probe says, "Well, all votes cast for Genie will not count because she." You know, who knows how they're going to play. I think this.
2: That, I think that they got to roll it. I mean, at this point with the buildup and we waiting for it to happen and no one's done it yet, I think that they. I think that the person has
1: to roll it. Somebody has to roll it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we'll see it. I, I can't. I can't wait to to see. Uh, there. Are, when are we? This is going to stay around until what? Up till the. Up to the fu- no, hold on. I can't is it, it's not up to the final 6, right? Is this only in the in the tribes? Like does it go away when the merge hits? I think it, they'll keep it. I think they'll keep it into the merge, I would imagine, wouldn't they? Huh. So you think when we're down to you think when they merge, let's say in a 10, 11, you can still roll. well, how I don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know. A lot of questions. <laughs> I got advantages and disadvantages and die and oh my goodness we don't even have idols in play yet just wait until that okay um let's get do, do, any other thoughts on the decision made um tray by by the green tribe by by shannon ricard i know we've sort of gone over it in, in detail but anything else from tribal council that you want to point out
3: um not really from tribal council but i will say they were all very excited after uh the immunity challenge that the reward was fruit and and to me fruit is a low-key great reward on survivor because we've seen the times where like people go And, you know, I forget what the guy's name was, who ate like (laughs) tons of steak and then couldn't take a JD (laughs) and had to be (laughs) evacuated because he was completely (laughs) constipated. Imagine how good a plate of fresh fruit would be when you haven't eaten for seven days. It'd be cold and juicy flavor and your body can like actually digest it very easily. That's one of the best rewards they have out there.
4: Um, Maybe too easily. Maybe. Yeah, that's
1: that's a good point. (laughs) Yeah, a
4: good point. I, I, I will a say,
0: I don't
1: I don't think uh, Shan is a is a fan of clams. Uh, she was yeah. <laughs> she was not gun ho to eat that fresh clam from the uh, uh-uh. from the ocean. She did. Kudos to her. It looked like she took a bite, but she didn't seem to be enjoying it. Uh, you know, it's not for everybody. I get it. Slimy JD. Are yeah. you a fan of oysters and, and clams? Me? And, oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Everybody, okay. I mean, never,
2: one. never, never forget that uh, that Mike from Worlds Apart ate a scorpion on this very first day <laughs> on the <laughs> island. Yeah. So all of this, just eat the clam. <laughs>
1: first. <Just eating>. He's <laughs> like, I'm not even hungry. So <laughs> why I do this, uh, send a message to the rest of the tribe. Uh, okay, well, we'll do a a couple quick questions and we'll take our final break because we have some Survivor news and then we'll look ahead uh, and make some predictions for the next episode. Uh, first one here. From Aston Villa Fan 20, why didn't Brad tell Sydney to go look for the three-way immunity idol during their late-night meeting? Uh, And then he also asked what happens to that now. But I think that part's interesting. Like, maybe it happens and it's just edited out of the episode, um, Hmm. Jason, but, you know, you would think he should be be saying that because he has it at that point, if I have the chronological order. He should
2: have... Right. We don't know that... Perhaps it was edited out, but it was strange. I I felt it strange, too, that you wouldn't say, hey, go look for this. Um, Right. Especially because, again, this is an opportunity for those players to try and forge some kind of relationship, and it felt like a real missed opportunity from all of them to try and do something. Sydney was standoffish because she's in a power position and she's her tribe is doing great, maybe she felt like she didn't need to do as much, and then she had that weird just like first encounter weird vibes with tiffany but it's was strange that that didn't happen i agree
1: yeah it, it was weird that whole <laughs> just like their conversation i love the idea of this little powwow i, I like these like yeah, sure, yeah. take people from other tribes put them together let them mix it up a bit that's probably i mean you would hope this stuff pays off right. in in the episodes down the line because they've they've have some small connection or whatever some trust maybe there because they've gone on these like different hikes or these different little spooky villages and stuff like that but yeah this one was just like they just got right down to business and trying to make sense just like us watching trey of like tarp i don't know steal a vote wait if i say tarp then you get us i mean i always like it was like oh my god
3: Yeah, it seemed like it was a tiny change to the first uh, ship's wheel island, and that tiny change, like, threw everybody off, and it was just, like, one little bit changed. Nonetheless, I think Sydney botched that 100%. She got there, and she's like, well, you can't do steal a vote. There's only four people on your tribe, so you have to go tarp. But then Sydney still went tarp. Yeah,
1: yeah. That was, which that was, was strange the, to me yeah, because
3: I, I mean she nailed it. She's right. She's like Tiffany, you can't go down to having three people right. here. Obviously, it didn't matter because I didn't go to tribal council. But she Sydney's read on the numbers was right there. That was a chance for her to easily get that vote. But you know the miscommunication about exactly how the decision is going down, and obviously she didn't vibe with Tiffany at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so she's like, I can't trust you. I also talking to you probably has confused me a little bit more about what the choices are supposed to be. <laughs> but it seemed to me it was like they landed on the island, she had the perfect read, and then she just didn't do anything about yeah. it. It's like, you could you could have had the boat.
2: Yeah, and the next morning she's like, I saw, I found nothing uh, there for me, as I expected. It's like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, there, there was a great <laughs> shot where she's looking in, like, the tree mill section, like, uh, yeah. like uh, one of those, like... It's uh, like a wine like, fridge almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say like <laughs> a New, New York City, uh, you know, apartment complex and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, but nothing is there because you you know that. You guys made these decisions. <laughs> Again, I, I love Rob's idea of like, forget this like little out and then sort of go do your little circling or whatever your decision is. Like, do it in the open. Like, yeah, do it in the open. And, and then if you it. can't come to an agreement, well... Now we're playing paper, rock, scissors, or we're doing something to figure it out. Uh, I think would be a fascinating twist to it all. I love the idea of them having to like, because in a weird way, they're like, they're trying to cover their own ass. They're trying to think of their own tribe, but then they're meeting these new people. So you're like, I want to make maybe you happy, or maybe I don't. In the case of like Sydney and Tiffany, it seemed like they couldn't care less to work with each other down the line. <laughs> yeah. so, so so who knows? I lo- love that little idea though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, JD, anything... Um,
4: to add to this, this idea. Yeah, of like, I mean, yeah. You, it, it, you've you all made great points. I mean, Brad, uh, again, it was it was kind of a blown opportunity on his – he has the most currency going in there because he's got all the information. He knows he has an immunity idol. He should have said – he could have said in out in the open, hey, by the way, he doesn't know that Tiffany already knows that Xander right. has the idol. Yeah. He, he, he could say, Xander has an idol, and this is how it works – uh, Sydney, you go look for it and uh, well he doesn't know Xander has it at that point yet but well he, he does be because t- he read the clue and him and Jeannie were oh, figured yeah, it out right, right? so right. they did no, know no you're right yeah and it, and it w- doesn't really cost him anything and just uh, he could just say to Sydney, yeah go look for it I mean the sooner you, you guys find it, the better it is for me because I can play the game again. So I just think that was a, a totally blown opportunity. He was playing hard though. He wanted, he's like, I want that steal of vote. And fair enough. Uh, but he just he just doesn't think that deeply about Survivor and that's okay. Like yes. that's just just fine. It's just the, that's, the way he is. As
1: we've said, I love having people like him totally. on these uh, on these seasons. Yeah. Yeah, one or two, it's like perfect. They're wild cards, they're crazy. They they haven't watched a ton of it, so they're not thinking about, oh, what would Woo do or what would Malcolm do? Or like it's like I'm just Brad. Yeah. I'm just gonna be Brad. Yeah, you know, like, it's great. <laughs> it's, it's legit refreshing. Um, one more question here from at Hammy Hotline. Better kick, Jason. Genie on the bench after losing the immunity challenge to that like water bottle, or Draymond to Stephen Adams. Nuts. (laughs) Oh,
2: Draymond to Stephen Adams. Like if we're really if we're being real about it, because that it not only the kick but the Stephen Adams reaction, which was superhuman. If anybody's ever, you can Google it, you can watch it. it. It it is. I don't know what he's got down there, what kind of cut, what kind of ab muscles he has, but that was an unnatural. That was like a statue getting kicked in the nuts. It was. It was extremely.
1: It was extremely impressive. Right. Uh, Genie, though, it with a- It was made of steel. Genie, what? Genie a great, with pretty a pretty nice good kid. boot. Yeah. yeah, pretty good boot. Good boot. Like good a boot. good, like, uh, dog sort yeah. of type of boot, I <laughs> thought, Trey. That's yeah. a, like, I wish she yelled that when she did it. Uh, yeah, I saw it. I just said,
3: temper girl. Oh, <laughs> temper girl. girl.
1: Genie. Genie might be in trouble You don't here. see
3: a lot of, uh, like, there could be more trash talk and more reactions, I feel like, after, you know, yeah. the big physical part of- Agreed. Survivor, you don't—I mean, you'll see people be sad that they lost, and especially if you get down to, like, four or five, and it's yeah. like, you know you're the one eliminated if you don't win this final immunity. Certainly, you see the disappointment there, but it's always—I mean, it's always focusing on the winners, no doubt, but I love seeing that kind of emotion Same. and people clearly taking it very seriously, and I couldn't help thinking how proud she was to win the Hustle Award at a youth basketball camp when she was
1: 15 <laughs> years old. Yes. I bet she was hustling out there. I bet she was taking charges, no doubt. Uh, It's so funny. Like, I love the concept of a lot of super fans playing the game because they do get it. They get the machinations of the game. They're thinking, like, trying to think 10 steps ahead. Like, they they know something's coming. They're ready because they've watched a million of these seasons just like us. But I wonder having a bunch of people like that or too many people like that. They're so smart. They don't want to like ruffle any feathers. They don't want to like get another tribe upset. So they don't mm-hmm. want to talk trash. Like they they're like they calm themselves enough to be sure. like not emotional, I guess. Uh to whereas someone that doesn't know the game or is just a hothead and stuff like that, like, I'm with you. Like, I I I wish there was more, like. Screw you, blue the- tribe, but they're not, they're not <laughs> that dumb, because why would you ever do that? But yeah.
2: the, I, I would say to push back on that just yeah. a little bit when we've seen seasons where everybody knows how to play winners of war is a great example right everybody it was great in the sense that people went about it very professionally everybody understood that it was gameplay but you still got these like emotional moments in these moments where the challenges really meant something i still think that can generate drama if you Mm -hmm. even if you don't have somebody who's just like yeah you know i there's still something to be said about people understanding how to play the strategic game i i I think that's still compelling, honestly.
1: Fair enough. All right. We're going to take one more break. Then we have some Australian survivor news that I just wanted to throw at you guys here and everybody joining us on No Buffs. And then we will look ahead to uh, next week's episodes and we'll make some predictions. We'll be right back.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on Direct TV. Terms and restrictions apply.
1: All right, back with No Buffs here, our Survivor Recap Podcast. Had some Survivor news from Reality Blurred. I'm quoting Andy here from Reality Blurred. For its ninth season, which will premiere in February, Survivor Australia is using the blood versus water theme, and Sandra Diaz-Twine is one of its players. I want to start with Jason. Let's go to Jason to get his reaction to... <laughs> <Sandra>. <laughs>
3: Oh, he's sleeping.
1: <laughs> okay, don't don't wake him. You know it. You know he struggles to get back to sleep.
3: Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> wow,
1: well, you did that pretty quickly what? during a commercial break. That's better than Brad's, by the way. Uh, for those listening, Jason creating a a Jason dummy made out of a guitar, a coat, some glasses, and a hat, and it looked pretty damn good.
4: It was great. It looked
1: really
2: good. Um. <laughs> listen, i I love Sandra. more Sandra is fantastic. Yep. Uh, I you know, one of the great schemers, even in her weakened, I will participate in zero challenges state. she's <laughs> still capable of upending a game with a great move and uh, as we saw when uh, her famous uh, coffee scheme oh, from yeah. I believe it was second chances. so i I. I'm a fan of Sandra. Would love to see more Sandra.
1: Yeah, and it's a blood versus water theme, Trey. So wow. yeah. is that going to be her husband? Is it going to be her daughter, a lot of people think? Um, maybe, maybe it'll be Boston gonna... Rob. <laughs> 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 like, a, like a brother to her. <laughs> That's like a brother. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: that'll be cool. I don't know. Australian Survivor seems awesome. Like Everybody surf- says it's amazing. Yeah. If you search for a GIF on Twitter, they're they're everywhere, and like the reactions look great, the challenges look good. I think it's on more of like a like a Big Brother schedule, right? Like yeah, it's on three, more than once a week. Three episodes I think. a week, I really?
1: believe. And I think it's like uh, you know, people can maybe correct me in the live uh, tribe there. It's like forty to fifty days long. It's
4: like much much longer. But JD, did you start watching? I started watching. It? I don't yeah. know what season it was from twenty nineteen. It was Champions versus Contendas. And uh, <laughs> there was it's fifty it's days, fifty, <laughs> 50 days, wow. twenty four. Is that players. the one with uh?
1: Is Russell on that one? Uh, no, no. Oh, because I I know Russell is on one of the seasons. Really? Um,
4: yeah, Russell Hans. Interesting.
1: I thought it was on Champions versus Contenders.
4: Well, they it, this was Chapter Two. They called it of. Oh yeah, of, there uh, is this Champions weird thing. versus Contenders, and you know the Champions are. There was one former player of Australian Survivor, but then it's all rug, rugby league players and surfers, a big oh, okay. wave surfer. There's a, a speed skater, uh, you know, that, and then just regular, regular people. Uh, I, I've, I've always them. like hesitated to watch it because just
1: because it's been difficult to find like a like a, you know, a consistent illegal stream I guess right. or download and I'm always worried like I'm gonna like i am always been worried I was gonna that's it we've got him he's admitted it finally the cops, the cops busted the door we've got him I've always been terrified because I found it before and I'm like I know what's gonna happen I'm gonna watch the first 10 episodes or whatever I'm gonna be so into this and then it's like gonna crap out yeah. on me like wherever this uh weird site I had but I have heard that three seasons are, is now on Paramount Plus yeah
4: so. that's where I'm I started watching it, uh, and I was—it was literally like, I'm gonna—I'm gonna put it on just for you know five minutes just to see. Yeah, you're hooked. Forty-five minutes later, and I'm like, oh my god! I mean, it's—it's—it's kind of like a throwback to older Survivor. It's way more dramatic and cinematic like that mm. like it's five minutes into it before the contestants have even reached the beach you know it's just like just slow motion shots of them <laughs> in, in <laughs> cinematic glory you know and then flash to us equally cinematic uh breakdown of their characters uh from before you know like in their regular lives Real like life, you know yeah. you see them in slow motion yeah. in boardrooms you know like But, you know, I love that stuff. No wonder it it takes 50 days. Everything's in slow Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. uh, All right. (laughs) Totally. Uh,
1: Just back to uh, Jason's incredible uh, Brad-like dummy, Jason Flower, saying, uh, more like Jason Deception. (laughs) 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 That's really good. That's incredible work there, Jason. You're the star of this. Uh, You're not getting voted out of the live tribe here. Um, At first
3: I saw you pulling out the guitar, and I saw JD had his uh, keyboard keyboard back there. As well, I was like, did yeah, these guys prepare here something? We go. <laughs> yes, we have. We've written
2: the theme song for season forty-one. We 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 were like, you know, Winners of War had its own theme song, and I don't understand why every season doesn't just have that now. So we've been working on something.
1: Oh, excellent! Maybe next uh, episode, you guys will break yeah. that out. Uh, so let's just quickly look ahead here as we wrap this up. Um, reactions to next week's tease, uh, Jason. We can start with you. I mean, really, what what I remember seeing was. Sydney sort of not doing well, uh, maybe yes. having a little freak out. And uh, it appears that Shan is like going to bury JD too. There's some friction there, probably with the returning or not returning maybe of the vote that she's holding on to him. But what was your take? Uh,
2: all, all exciting developments. You know, again, we, other than Nasir shooting his own foot off, we have not seen a lot from a uh, blue tribe. So, uh, excited to spend more time with them. And then, you know, you didn't mention it, but the implication that they could possibly throw a challenge is always, yeah. that is, that is a move that you never know how that will turn mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to see that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that's all but happening, Trey, because. Yeah. Yeah. The game within the game, Props was doing the whole like, would you throw a challenge? That was uh, his whole like um, yeah. video. So I mm-hmm. think that- Spoiler
3: within the game. If you're playing the game within the game, Jeff is gonna tell you what the next <laughs> week's episode is gonna yeah. be like, put on, yeah. your, put on your strategy hat, I'm breaking down the next hour of your life for you. Uh, that's exactly what it seems like, is that the blue tribe is thinking, we're so good at this. We gotta yep, throw yep. one of these challenges, yep. and that only ever happens to a team that has a professional athlete on it. I don't know why, but <laughs> for whatever reason, they're like, "We've got, we found one of the most competitive people on earth." But our tribe is gonna try and throw this one. Crazy to me that you would ever want to lose on purpose. And then you're right, Skeets. The other question is, will Shan keep JD's vote? Right based
1: on reactions it seems like yes i know it, it, it does you played me he says yeah oh mm-hmm. uh, god i hope so <laughs> oh, yeah i hope she starts me living too. up this me like uh, totally you know, the mafia pastor here like that's what uh that's what someone nicknamed that i think would do uh jd but okay let's just talk this out blue tribe they're going to throw it let's say they come to that or they're trying to come to that decision who are they
4: yeah what's who why? are they getting rid of yeah. like
1: is it a classic like Cut the deadweight Heather? I don't think so. That nope. seems, like, too obvious. Is it, like, get rid of the star athlete, the the former football player? I mean, he's – from what we've seen, there's no, like, you know, pushback on to get him out of Well, he's like, also – Is it
4: Nasir? Is it Sidney? Yeah. Like, who is it? It's not yeah. – it wouldn't be uh, – uh, is it Danny's the f- football Danny. player? Danny, yeah. It wouldn't be him because he seems to be him. Oh, yeah, because right? he's saying – yeah, yeah, so, right. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably not
1: Deshaun, too, because they seem really tight, yeah. those two. So it's got to be Nasir – Or Sphinx or Sydney. Yeah. uh, For reasons maybe we're going to learn in next week's episode. Um, Yeah. With, with, yeah, like, I mean, it's impossible to say. So we'll just, (laughs) we don't even need to like try and just guess at it. I will say, I have a weird prediction back to game within a game because I've been doing it. And uh, I'll show you, I'll show you guys. (laughs) There's been three words now that uh, I've unlocked, I guess, in in doing the rebus and then doing this like little (laughs) thing. Yeah. Here they are. I'm killing it, guys. Uh, Like, I'm like a 10 year old boy here, just killing it. So, These are the three words right now. Vote, see, and earn. And my crazy, and maybe this is out there too, I haven't read it, so I don't know. I'm not really deep in the Survivor Reddit, uh, but I'm sure somebody has said it before. But I have a feeling this game within a game, this is going to somehow come into play in the actual Survivor game. Mm. And what I mean by that is one of two things. It could just be like these words that we ultimately get in one of the final episodes, it's like a part of a puzzle. And it's like, okay. It's like, oh, what a fun little link that is. Or it's like, this is going to tell us something. Like, and I don't know. I see only these three words right now. My gut says it's a hint of like, there is something in the urn. There is an advantage like slapped on the urn. There's like this like next level thing that we've... That we've talked about before with, like, Adam, like, hey, can I just play the whole podium and stuff like can that? Can I
2: play that? <laughs> right.
1: I have a this? feeling that this is going to say something that, you know, would would help a contestant or, or someone on the on the island. But it's sort of weird because obviously this has all been shot. Right. So it'll be just a strange little link, but maybe it's like, you know, maybe it's just for my weird theory right it. now. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. And I have there, There's something love there. There's something more to this game within the game than just getting 11 year olds to apply. To <laughs> no, cast, you're talking I'm about the right. game
3: within the game within the game. That's
1: right, Trey. That's Deep. exactly right. That's right. That was that was funny uh, when we went to commercial and Jeff Propes was screaming at us to uh, go to casting. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, it was, I don't hey, it was shot. Yeah, <laughs> he was so y- angry, yelling at us to just just apply already come on are you
2: 13 14 15 to 18 years old have you been watching survivor your whole life you have a bad home life you have things you want to get away from you don't want to be around your family for two months try out for survivor send
1: us a tape please (laughs) oh god okay any any predictions let's just end right there what what do we got going either uh in the rest of this game or next week uh jason start with you we'll go around the horn just anything
2: anything what yeah. I'd like to I would uh, you know just more inter- I want I want to merge to happen sooner than later I'd mm. like to see it
1: but uh, maybe even next next episode again we've talked about this this the problem with that happening is all these weird yeah. you know shared immunity idols but maybe it just continues even if they're all in one group or split up differently we'll see uh, okay uh, Trey you what do you want what do you want to see happen or something you think is gonna happen
3: uh, I want to see a little bit of a meltdown from Sydney. She seems yeah. to be kind of flipping from side to side. Like every episode, like we've said with Nasir, basically like hated him, loved him, hated him. And we're seeing her breaking down on the beach already in the scenes from next week's episode. Uh, I love a good Survivor meltdown. So I would yep. be signed up for that next week.
1: Yeah. Keep in mind, we're only a week into the game. They're obviously starving. They're not getting a ton of food. Uh, They're three weeks away from wherever they left. You know, people are... Because of the quarantine with mm-hmm. the two weeks, they're they're homesick. They're they're starting to like feel it, I think. And they've been you know miserable sleeping on a beach at night and whatever the weather and all that. Like uh, yeah, someone they, this is when I think people start to like starting yeah. to let go of the rope a little bit right. and maybe the true colors start to come out too and just like you start to get you also just to like no wonder they're thinking about throwing a challenge because they're doing so well it's like you just get tired of someone boring you just yeah. like screw this guy I hate him he annoys me and like every little thing he does or you know screw this girl i hate her so yeah okay i could see something like that happening it feels like it's something with sydney and this year jd anything to add any
4: predictions uh it's this is more of a hope than a prediction okay. i want these immunity idols activated i want them in the game now it's been fun uh, it's been fun seeing everybody do their stupid little uh, their little uh, lines that they have to say at the challenges uh, but I want them to be in the game highly unlikely because now two of them have to be found still <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah but uh, I and I'm, and I also I'm I'm rooting for Xander pretty hard at this point so I just want mm. him to have that power. Uh, just because it's going to it's going to be awesome like uh, we they've got they've thrown all these wrenches into the game let's see them actually be able to use these wrenches that's that's what i want to see
1: man if you are genie in theory you're going to be looking like crazy for oh, yeah. this thing right because you're yes. you are against the numbers but also um it's it's an it's an interesting little wrinkle here because the other three jd Shan and Ricard, who are you know appear tight enough, they want to be finding it too, but they actually maybe don't want it, because then they're hoping and banking on the blue tribe also even found it, and then one of them would be losing their vote. Now in that theory, in that case, they probably still have the numbers because mm-hmm. they're doing pretty good. But like, it's just like I don't think you can find it right and then just keep it and not open it. I think you, if you find it, well if maybe I'm wrong. you touch it, you open it. Well, you and have if you to touch
2: make, it. Like it's like it's like getting you, served. I
1: just think. I think. You can touch it, read the front, and be like, "No, thank you. I don't want that." Mm. But I don't think I can find it. And then just to make sure, Genie doesn't find it, just keep it in my pocket. No. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <you're> <laughs> <open>. <laughs> so so we, we will see that. Lu, and Luvu, sometimes. good luck throwing the the challenge if that's what you're going to do, because you're up against Yase, who they kind of. They're not great at challenges, let's just say. And then uh, now Brad's gone from Ua. So it's going to be a struggle to lose against those two tribes, uh, uh, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. It could be the most lackluster... uh, a challenge that we've seen ever on Survivor. I mean, again, if, if Jeff's going to lose his fucking oh, mind, if yeah, that's the case, totally, totally. I mean, if Zander, I mean, if Xander still doesn't have his power, he doesn't have that immunity. Yase, they have to vote him up. They have to get rid of him because every day he's just he could be become so powerful. I mean, I've said it a thousand times already, yeah. but. Uh, they, they are. They should throw the challenge if anybody, <laughs> and get down to what that would take them down to three. Take, down right? three. take them down to three. That's okay. That's
1: okay yeah. because that, that would be Liana, uh, Evie, and, Evie uh, and uh, Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. They have, have the the women alliance there. All right, can't wait um unfortunately i won't be here to talk about it with you guys oh yeah i'm gone again yeah we hey i think tass has been watching
4: oh yeah uh, he's in now
1: yeah so you know we'll just have to get tassie back here tass is like if i'm
4: probes tass is the australian host That's I right. don't
1: even Jonathan. Know. <laughs> everybody loves that guy. everybody loves him he's apparently That's
4: awesome it. oh they got uh, the arms on that guy jonathan the survivor uh, oh australian yeah oh yeah. yeah he's jacked, he's jacked. jacked yeah
1: Oh, okay well that makes sense tassie's bigger than i am uh so yeah either Tass will be back or it'll just be the three of you uh i'm in arizona actually leaving on thursday so i won't be able to talk about you i will be listening though guys make sure you subscribe to no buffs wherever you uh want to apple spotify youtube leave us a review and rating tell your friends that are survivor fans hey there's this other new podcast they talk for about two hours every thursday (laughs) breaking down the episodes and having a lot of laughs uh so tell your friends to check it out our NBA season previews start Monday. Oh, my goodness. So wow. check those out over on No Dunks, uh, YouTube and Apple and Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Got yeah. some
3: bad news NBA before the show, though, Skeets. What's that? Jason told me the Knicks are back.
1: Oh, That's well, right. yeah. I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry, everybody, but that is true. <laughs> the they Knicks are, are back. back. Hashtag Knicks St- are back for more, for more information.
1: Tough. The Bulls tough. are probably back trey they looked all right in their preseason game uh, the, the <laughs> raptors no, no, might no be back jinxies. i think no our jinxies. three teams are back guys uh, i think it's gonna be a battle between our three teams this year so go check that out on monday nba season previews uh plan is to go live what 10 10 30 so make sure you subscribe to no dunks on youtube otherwise all right we will see you guys next thursday here for all you survivor geeks till then the tribe is spoken to